Welcome to the 35th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is July 2nd, and I can't believe we're already done with the month of June. I feel like I could have sad tears already because the summer is going by so quickly. I hope you're having a great summer and making memory with your family and friends. I just got back from hot, steamy, humid Florida. I was a chaperone of my daughter's volleyball team for the AU Championship Tournament. I have to confess to you that before I went on this trip, I didn't have the best attitude. I had a lot that I was doing and it felt like this was just one more thing that I did not have time or energy for. I knew I was having a bad attitude and that I needed to repent and ask God for forgiveness. I did, and I asked God to give me the grace and strength for opportunities to share about him. With an attitude and a heart shift, I look forward to what God was going to do on this trip. Well, I'll have to tell you, this trip didn't start off very well. We had major delays, bad weather, and everything at the airport was backed up. We were to get in an, into Orlando at 9 o'clock p.m., and we arrived at 12.40 a.m., and I didn't get my rent-a-car and out of the airport until 4.30 a.m. It was a crazy, long, exhausting day. I had 11 girls that I was chaperoning, and I was working alongside of the head coach. We planned and coordinated the trip together. The group of girls did not really get along with this coach and his coaching style. There was a lot of negativity in this group of girls. When I had them as a captive audience in the car, I would speak into them and encourage them to find at least one thing that they could be positive about. It was a great joy to get to know each one of the girls. God let me see where some of the girls were struggling and he guided me as I would speak into their life. I would encourage them and show them that I cared about them. My daughter, Abigail, had some opportunities to share with two girls on the trip. One of the girls shared that she was struggling with an eating disorder, depression, and low self-esteem. Abigail could speak into her life and share with her from her own experiences and struggles. Abigail was also able to share with another girl about her faith and asked her where she was with hers. This was a great opportunity to share and encourage her in her walk with Christ. I was able to get to know the coach better and was able to have some time where we got to share with each other each day. I found out that he was a new believer and he was growing in his walk with Christ. I was blessed with opportunities to encourage and speak into his life. We had some very great conversations. I got to get to know some of the parents of these players on the team. I met one parent who shared about her early childhood and her mother physically abusing her when she was a very young child. The scars from this pain have stayed with her for many years and there's a lot of brokenness because of it. I was doing my devotionals the next morning after our conversation, and I read about this exact topic. I was able to share it with her and encourage her. She saw me later at the game and gave me a hug and said that she cried and cried and cried, and she really needed to hear that. God is so very, very good. God will always answer our prayers for opportunities to share about him. I share these stories from my trip because the Lord was faithful to answer our prayers, to share, encourage, and appoint others to him. I think that there is a misconception that to be on mission, we need to go on a mission trip to another country or travel far away to share about Jesus. 
That is not true at all. We are all called to be on mission first in our families, with our friends, our neighbors, and in our local community. Jesus wants us to live a mission-filled life of intentionality in our daily lives, asking him for opportunities to share about him. This happens when we're going to the grocery store, at a sporting event, out with friends, at work, anywhere that there is people. Jesus tells us in Matthew 28, 19 through 21, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always till the end of the age. Jesus tells his followers to go out and make disciples. We do this by sharing the gospel with them. We do this with people that are all around us. If you look, there are hurting people everywhere. I would encourage you to ask the Lord to open your eyes so that you're able to see the hurting people around you. These dear people are lost, broken, hurting, and without hope. As I was around these young ladies and their parents at this volleyball tournament, I was overwhelmed with the brokenness and the hopelessness that they were feeling. I am thankful for the opportunities that God gave my daughter and myself to share with them the hope of Jesus with them. Colossians 4.5 says, Live wisely among those who are not Christians and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and effective so that you will have the right answer for everyone. We are to make the most of every opportunity that the Lord gives us to point others to him. That is what it means to live a mission-filled life of intentionality. We need to be sensitive and listen to the Holy Spirit's leading. He will guide us into every opportunity and give us the words to share. Let me encourage you to ask the Lord for opportunities to share about him with people all around you. He will be faithful to answer that prayer. When he does walk into it and make use of every opportunity he gives you, he will speak through you. I'm really thankful that God allowed me to be a part of that volleyball trip. To God be the glory for what he has done. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this day, Father. We thank you, Jesus, that you are an ever good and faithful Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can be on mission for you in our day-to-day lives, Lord Jesus, in our homes, in our marriages, with our family, with our friends, and in our church and in our community, Lord God. You want us to have our eyes open that we may see the hurting people that are all around us because they're everywhere, Lord. They're absolutely everywhere. Let us have eyes to see, Lord Jesus, those hurting people. Let us have ears to hear and a heart that is waiting to respond and share your message of hope with them, Father God. We thank you, Jesus, for the opportunities that you gave my daughter and I. Thank you for changing my heart and convicting me when I was having a bad attitude about it at first. Thank you for changing my heart and forgiving me and then helping me really keep my focus on you and the eternal Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness, for your faithfulness to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done for us on the cross of Calvary, where you have died for our sins, Lord Jesus, the sins of all mankind, and took them upon yourself, 
dying, and then rising again three days later so that we may receive the free gift of eternal life from you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for that gift of salvation, Father God, that you give and offer to all of us, Lord Jesus. We praise you, we thank you, and we glorify you, Lord God. And we ask you, Jesus, to help us be mission-filled people for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. It is my prayer for you to come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and that you are encouraged in your walk with him. If you or anyone you know is looking for a speaker for a youth group or for a women's event, I'd love to talk with you. My email is nmblazzc at hotmail.com. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.